Good afternoon. The ANC Chief Whip in Parliament, Jackson Mtembu, says he's investigating a possible criminal offence against some of the party's five MPs. They boycotted a meeting last week of Parliament's Portfolio Committee on Public Service and Administration. It was chaired by the outspoken ANC Member of Parliament, Dr. Makosi Koza. She has since been relieved of her duties because of an irretrievable breakdown in relations between Koza and her ANC colleagues. One of the MPs, Regina Lesoma, apparently was not in Parliament on the day and has written to Mtembu informing him that she did not authorize anyone to sign a document on her behalf in endorsing the boycott. Acting ANC Chief Whip Spokesperson Onkrebo Matlauli says if this is found to be true, it will be tantamount to fraud. Yes, of course. Um, the, 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 the allegation is quite serious in that it would amount to fraud uh, because it would, uh, it would have been someone who claimed that they had the authority to sign on behalf of someone when they would not have had such authority. So that would amount to um, a serious uh, fraud uh, on their part, uh, but that's currently what the Chief of is investigating. Controversial Gupta-aligned businessman Mzwanele Mani says he's looking forward to a successful business deal. Mani has been one of Gupta family's most strident defenders. A company owned by Mani was, or rather has, bought Gupta-owned ANN7 and the New Age for 450 million rand. Oak Bay Investments made the announcement this morning. Mani says the sale is part of his commitment to preserve jobs and provide certainty, certainty rather, to over 7,500 employees. It's an understatement to say I'm over the moon because of the potential that will be unleashed. This company can only go from what it is to greater heights. I'm also quite happy that this deal also provides certainty to the hundreds of employees that are on both properties, NL7 and the New Age. In that, you know, all these things that have been happening in the media space about that environment there. So what this transaction does, it just changes everything and it provides new hope. Only a handful of people have arrived for public hearings on the traditional and Khoisan leadership bill at Saldana on the West Coast. The bill provides, amongst others, for the statutory recognition of the legitimate Khoisan leadership and community. The bill also provides for the integration of Khoisan leaders into existing houses of traditional leadership. Some of those taking part in the hearings say the reason for the poor turnout is that it's held on a Monday morning when most people cannot take time off from work. The hearings are, however, continuing. And finally, French police say at least one person has been killed and another injured after a driver plowed into two bus stops in the city of Marseille. The driver has been arrested. The incident comes as Spanish police hunt for 22-year-old suspect they believe was behind the wheel of the van that plowed through crowds in Barcelona last week, killing 13 people. Hugh Schofield reports. At the wheel of a Renault van, the man first targeted people waiting at a bus stop in a northern suburb of Marseille, injuring a woman. A short time later, he drove into a second group of people at another bus stop, this time killing a woman. The car's number plate had by this point been recorded by security cameras, so when he then drove towards the centre of Marseille and the tourist-filled Old Port, he was stopped by police and arrested. The man is said to be a 35-year-old with a background in petty crime and a history of mental problems. The local prosecutor said it did not look like an act of terrorism, though there will, of course, be questions whether he was influenced by recent attacks in Barcelona and elsewhere. For Good Up FM News, I'm Leanne Williams.